When you hear the word pharmacy, one of the things that is a mainstay is staying up to the times, specifically the pharmacy times. And that is what I am so excited to dive into today on this episode of Behind the Brand on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, the story of pharmacy times. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. Guys, I am so, so excited. And this is like, I don't know, kind of like the inner child, inner pharmacist coming out and just getting super stoked for this because I started following Pharmacy Times back when I was a pharmacy student, getting ready to take the boards. And then when I was a first newly minted pharmacist back in 2012, uh, this resource has been such a mainstay for my career development. And I've had the opportunity to go to Pharmacy Times headquarters, meet the amazing people that make all of the information and magic truly happen. And uh, I'm, I'm just truly honored to welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, a dear, dear soul in pharmacy, Ed Cohen, who is a PharmD and the Executive Vice President of Pharmacy Advocacy. My friend, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Adam. And it's great to be here today. I I hope that uh, we have enough time to tell the whole story about Pharmacy Times and, and how we uh, work every day to uh, make a difference uh, in the practice of pharmacy. And you most certainly do, both yourself and the organization that you are a part of. And guys, that's what's super exciting, is a lot of times when you see publications or organizations or companies in pharmacy or trying to you know influence, not all the people there have a background in pharmacy. So that's what I'm really excited to start with uh, because Dr. Cohen, you are a PharmD. So right now you're big in pharmacy times and leading that forefront to get all of the cutting edge information and all of the advocacy that you're doing for our profession. But you didn't start there. So can you just give us a walkthrough of your career in pharmacy, where that started and how you ended up being such a huge part in pharmacy times? Well, it, it all started a, a long time ago, as you can see from the gray hair. Um, <laughs> I, I uh, chose pharmacy back in high school. Um, I, my first job was a delivery boy at a drugstore and uh, a stock boy, delivery boy for $1.25 an hour. And uh, I enjoyed it and never left. I, um, Graduated pharmacy school from the University of Illinois. I'm born and raised in Chicago, never uh, left, have, have had three careers, two different degrees uh, in pharmacy, all in the Chicago area. So um, I uh, went to the University of Illinois, graduated with my Bachelor of Science in Pharmacy, had an opportunity to go off to California to get a PharmD way back in the 70s. Family issues and things prohibited me at the time from doing that. So when I graduated pharmacy school, community practice was in my veins. I always wanted to own a store and off I went on that journey to be a pharmacist and to own my own pharmacy. First career in pharmacy, of course, was owning my own store. I got to do that for about 13 years. Um, of course, the big chains were growing at the time, coming into the marketplace and uh, we had to consolidate and eventually went out of business because the chains came into our area. and. Uh, 
far be it. If you can't beat them, you join them. So uh, when my store did change and went out of business, the next stop was to go to work for the chains. About a year there and then um, didn't quite enjoy it as much as I thought I should enjoy it and moved on to grocery pharmacy where I became director of pharmacy for a group of stores in Chicago. Uh, they have since gone out of business as well, but the, at the peak, we had 125 stores. I was director of pharmacy and all the pharmacy operations and clinical initiatives. Um, we really had some fun and did some great things at that time. We were the, uh, one of the first in the country to immunize. So back wow. when APHA developed their certificate program uh, back in the middle 90s, we embraced that and trained all our pharmacists to immunize and provided that service in the 90s uh, with roster billing. Wasn't even able to put it in the computer at the time. So interesting story there. But of course, as, as life changes and goes on, um, you never give up a good thing. So worked for Walgreens for a while, didn't quite enjoy the role I had. When my grocery days were over, I went back to Walgreens and had a position there in their corporate offices where I worked on clinical programs for the better part of 10 years. While at Walgreens, I was also their liaison to this uh, publication called Pharmacy Times. And I got to sit on their editorial advisory board and uh, meet with the group of, at Pharmacy Times regularly. And uh, one day, uh, one thing led to another and a conversation took place and I became an employee of Pharmacy Times and uh, left Walgreens after 10 uh, full years. Been with Pharmacy Times for five years now. And uh, uh, in my role and responsibilities, I am responsible for business development, innovation, all of our external relationships in the pharmacy community, which includes uh, all of the associations of pharmacy, retail, um, schools of pharmacy, all of the alphabet of pharmacies, I call it, the associations. and, and uh, Yeah. Um, and then now we're getting into the technician space, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, as we go far forward on. But uh, right now, it's uh, it's a great ride. I feel like a kid in a candy store because I have the whole world of pharmacy uh, right there uh, in front of me, and I I, I do my very best to uh, bring that to our readers and to uh, surely make an influence and an impact on the profession itself. Wow, have you written a book yet? Because no, I, I I have a few stories out there, and, and you know, a couple of uh, volunteer jobs along the way. I I've been featured in, uh, in a couple of journals and different things, but uh, no, I haven't written a book. I'm saving that since I don't golf. As a pharmacist, a left-handed pharmacist, by the way, uh, golfing and I don't get along. So I think I'll save the writing of the book till I formally retire and I can tell the whole story. Duly noted. Wow, your your breadth and depth of experience are so truly inspiring, especially as what I would call an influencer in the profession. And what you have practiced through your years as a, a tremendous pharmacist with so much depth and breadth, as I mentioned, it hinges on two main core components from what you shared, and that is to innovate and advocate. And in my humble opinion, if you don't have that, you will not survive in the profession, especially in the times of today when things change so drastically. I mean, just look at the last year in 2020 and everything going on. Um, but, but something that just really fascinates me is that the brand of Pharmacy Times has you on that board directing in so many different areas. And I think that really speaks a volume 
uh, ab- about what Pharmacy Times is about and the tremendous value because it's so authentic. You've walked the talk and you continue yep. to do that with the relationships that you earned through the time that you put in and service you've given to your patients and the profession. And this actually leads me to a really important point that is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare podcast. And that is that most people, when they hear Pharmacy Times, they think, oh, the magazine. But there's more to that story. So that's kind of where I want to direct this to is, can you really tell us what Pharmacy Times is, what it's all about, and what it does to serve the profession of pharmacy and healthcare overall? Well, first and foremost, yes, we are a publication. Um, we, we, are, uh, some, we are a publication that is delivered monthly um, to all pharmacists across the country. We've been in business as Pharmacy Times since 1897. Wow. That's, that's a number. Yeah, I think they used to use one of those machines and crank by hand uh, to uh, print the original Pharmacy Times publication. But uh, since uh, 1897, we've prided ourselves on uh, embracing innovation, embracing change, and providing practical information to pharmacists. So what we pride ourselves on doing is three main, main things in whatever media we choose we provide you with information we feel you should know. We help you understand why you need to know this. And then we help you to embrace this information to impact patient care. So why why are we teaching you this? Because the the goal of course is to increase your capabilities to provide services to your patients and keep chronic disease from exacerbating, et cetera. So um, as life changed over the years, uh, so has Pharmacy Times. So we we are originally were a print publication with the uh, you know I can't take credit for the advent of the internet, but the internet came. So we had to get on the internet as well, and uh, we do have a robust offering of digital content. Um, the world of pharmacy continued to grow and evolve. Uh, it was it was uh, community pharmacy, then it was health system pharmacy, specialty pharmacy. And then it was into the, the roots, the grassroots of pharmacists, student pharmacists, pharmacy technicians. So we have publications today, print publications that are also offered on our digital site that address all of those different areas of practice, number one, community, health systems, and specialty. And then we address the community pharmacist, the health system pharmacist. We address all members of the staff with their own dedicated resource and flow of information and education. So if they need to support a certification or a certificate program or something that's included in their licensure, we have education that will meet all of those needs. We offer print, digital, and also video. So as you're recording this today and you'll have a podcast, you're also putting it on YouTube as a video, we do all of the same things. We have our own in-house studio, just an amazing studio we can god knows what we can do everything in there oh it's um, absolutely incredible yeah i mean i had the honor to to go there a couple years ago and wow literally i think it was just completed like right after i got there and literally it was like i was like jaw dropping like wow like it was incredible so it's definitely state of the art you don't think about the stuff that goes into a studio 
airflow and and noise vibration and it controls for i mean we spent the extra time and resources to ensure that it's it's truly a a world-class operation so i'd like to transition a little bit to let you know that pharmacy times is part of a, a larger organization called uh, mjh life sciences so mjh life sciences is the largest privately held uh, for-profit multimedia company in the united states today um, we uh, pride ourselves on being able to offer not only pharmacy uh, publications, but we address um, the uh, needs of, of the entire continuum of healthcare professionals, from doctors, um, specialties, you name the specialty, dermatology, eye care, neurology, and it goes on and on. We have publications, probably number of 60 plus different publications that we have, that we offer. Each publication is in print first, and that has a digital component second, a digital website as well, and then live and video offerings uh, uh, included in their book of business. So we really go all out to meet the uh, end user where they would like to meet us and provide that content in an array of media that uh, would make just about everybody happy. And you most certainly succeed at that. And that's something that I have seen through the years uh, as a consumer of Pharmacy Times, back when I was a pharmacy student and first heard about you guys. And what really fascinated me and one of the things that attracted me to your brand and how you guys meet the end consumer, the pharmacist, to advance patient care is that you meet them where they are. And I think while that seems so simple, it's so often overlooked and it causes a lot of frustration for pharmacists looking to drive outcomes for patients or organizations looking to help their consumer or grow their business or whatever that might be. And that has to do with innovation, both in technology and the rate at which it would advance. And just like you had mentioned earlier, you started traditionally as a print publication, got online to social media, and then you started to change with uh, online with video. You actually have your own podcast as well, uh, which I've yes. had the honor to be a part of and help to give you guys some some support and, and whatnot along the way. But and that we appreciate has been, that, by the way. Oh, that it's phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Miss Jill does phenomenal work. So again, that will be in the show notes as well. You guys that are listening or watching this on YouTube, you definitely need to subscribe to their podcast because like I said, they put out phenomenal content with leaders across the world in that industry to lead that. So uh, again, it's just something that fascinated me and, and really drew me both as a consumer and as a, I guess you could say, influencer in pharmacy with helping people to, to meet that end goal that they have is you meet them where they are and you're constantly pivoting. And for a large company, most of the times what you see is it takes a long time to quote, get with the times, but play on words, pharmacy times, that's one of the things that you guys excel at is you are really good at pivoting quickly to meet people where they are, to see where, where's our audience, where is our consumer looking to be serviced, where are they spending time, and how can we use our resources to either meet them there or create and innovate so that we can advocate for their needs for where they need the best assistance. And that's something that I just want to commend you with uh, because well, it's just you. really incredible just in and of itself, but as such a large organization, 
that Michael J. Hennessy Associates is. It's just absolutely phenomenal that you guys do this and you're committed to doing that on a consistently ongoing basis. You know, it was uh, interesting that um, back a year ago, when the pandemic uh, took over all of our days, uh, we had a very robust live events department. So we prided ourselves on meeting you, the pharmacist and others in the healthcare uh, continuum, right where you were going, conferences, um, dinner meetings, et cetera. So we, were, we probably hosted five live events every single day up until a year ago. And then uh, when the pandemic hit and we had the lockdown, we had to pivot quickly and we converted all the live events and the virtual events virtually overnight. So yes. being nimble as you spoke to and uh, having that ability to respond quickly, uh, we were put to the test a year ago and we took everything in-house. We did everything virtual. Uh, I will say some of the first work uh, looked a little rough because you know we had to quickly convert, but uh, it didn't take long to dress it up a little bit and put some marketing flair in there and really uh, showcase uh, virtual offerings at its best. It, and you know, I, it's just so phenomenal to see that. And again, for such a large organization to do this so quickly. And it really does speak volumes to how committed you guys are to really serve your end user because you know people still need that information even more so, especially in a time when there's so much uncertainty, when there's new laws and regulations, when there's new guidelines, when there's a whole new pandemic that no one's ever faced before, and everyone's coming to us, the pharmacist. What do I yeah. do? Because while it is such a gift and responsibility to be so accessible to our patients and really other healthcare providers as a part of that team, it also is a tremendous burden because we are expected to have those answers from an unbiased source, from things that are in the best interest of patient care instead of an ulterior agenda. So I think that that in and of itself, like you said, we were tested. You were absolutely tested both in how you delivered media, but in also the information and quality of information. And again, as a consumer, uh, with my with that other lens on rather than a creator, um, that's something that you guys did is you would bring in experts to address those real issues, how to deal with those things. And all the time, you would have physicians and pharmacists and professors speaking yep. on your channel. Um, I had the honor to do a series of how to handle the mental burnout that so many pharmacists were going through, um, how to you know keep it together during this time when everything seemed to be falling apart. And it's just such an amazing thing to see and it really does speak volumes. And when we talked about this before we started recording, how walking the talk is the ultimate test of the real intentions of a brand. And another reason that I was so excited to get you guys on the podcast to share what you've been doing so that people can get kind of a behind the curtain of, of what you know the Wizard of Oz has been doing and all the magic that you guys are creating in so many different media outlets for the pharmacy profession. And I'll tell you uh, that... Um... One of the things that uh, goes back to this uh, the pandemic days, this this past year, um, we probably averaged a, mil, a million, million two page views, unique page views on our wow. site on a regular basis. And uh, with the pandemic, uh, we peaked at close to four to five million page views, unique page views on a regular basis. So wow. um, people knew about us. People do know about us. People, uh, when needed uh, in, a, in a time of 
great need for information and real-time information. We were there for everyone and the numbers uh, speak to how we were able to respond, giving them the information, practical information. Again, you know, we're not peer-reviewed and we don't uh, want to be peer-reviewed, um, but we do take summaries of people's research and print it on our site, share it on our social media. And with the traffic that we generate, different kind of traffic than you see in peer-reviewed journals, uh, we're able to help people get their message out quickly and uh, to a broader audience through our social media and our digital platform. Without a doubt, the number one source of stress and anxiety when it comes to building your personal brand has to do with content. And I'm talking about all the things, when to post, how to post, what platforms are gonna be best for your content, your hard work to take off, what is your audience looking for, where are they hanging out, what sort of strategy do you need in order to take your passion and turn that into purpose, helping other people achieve their goals. If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and like there's so much to do and know that it's not even worth the anxiety, stop. Because this was me years ago and I have helped so many people across the world build their personal brand using the clarity and confidence from what I have developed and sharing with you now. This is your 2021 personal brand content calendar. I've spent the last several months creating this for you and guess what? It's totally free. It's a resource to help you get your wheels in alignment so that you can take all of your passion and skills and get centered on your focus to building your brand. If you want a copy, go to thefitpharmacist.com slash content calendar to get yours today. This is the resource you've been looking for to allow you to dispense your full potential. End the confusion on content and get started to script your brand. Yes, it's it's such a real testament to a brand's integrity, I feel. And I'm going off script here, but I'm gonna get on my soapbox real quick. But That's whenever okay. you're faced with I'm gonna adversity, do that in a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it's such a testament because whenever adversity strikes, there's a few options. You can cower and run away and no one would blame you because oh, you know, the hard times. Or you can answer the call that no one would expect you to, but it really sets the standard for what you're about. And that really is a testament to a brand's integrity and organization's function and what they're there to do. And if you have that focus of how can we serve as a unit to our end consumer, especially in their time of need, when we've never faced this, when we don't know what's going to happen, and when we don't have any plan, but we have the desire, we have the passion and the calling to figure it out, that's really what innovation is. And that's a core value that's been instilled to me. I went to uh, University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy, and that's our core values, leadership, innovation, and excellence. And that idea, that seed was planted long ago. But I think it really comes out in people when they are faced with those things that they don't feel prepared for. But again, it, it's a testament to what an organization is really doing behind the scenes. And I say this all the time. It's what you do in practice, in private, that when you get the call, you're going to be rewarded for in public because you're going to be displaying those skills, those due diligences that you've been working on. So pretty much prepare yourself for the unknown. And that's exactly what Pharmacy Times has done. So I, I, I give you my soapbox because 
I just wanted to. Well, thank you for that. You know, I, I look at Pharmacy Times not only as a, uh, a, a resource for the practicing pharmacist, the, the student pharmacist, the technician, um, but we're also an avenue where those same audience can participate and contribute within our four walls, if you will. So uh, we offer uh, pharmacists, student pharmacists, technicians, the opportunity to write content and contribute to our, uh, our publication. We accept and, and work with people to uh, create video content. Uh, we interview students on a regular basis. Today in the, in the competitive world of pharmacy, where jobs, uh, you know, a good job is something that you want to get, you need to differentiate yourself. You need to know how to market yourself. Yes. And we have those tools and the offerings where you could come to us and provide content, both written and or video, and have that on your resume to differentiate you as you look for opportunities in the world of pharmacy. And uh, we do consultation too. We help people all the time. You know, I'm, I mean, uh, I'm in charge of all their external relationships within the company. So uh, navigating through the world of pharmacy and in all the different places is um, really been a, an adventure meeting and getting to know people in all aspects of pharmacy. Uh, you talk about pharmacy networking. Well, you know, you and I have become networkers supreme because, you know, you, you have a well-known brand. Um, I represent a well-known brand. And when we go into a room that people look at the name badges and that we're the kind of people that they seek to talk to because we offer opportunities, help them to differentiate themselves. We give them a depth and breadth of experience to truly make them a healthcare professional. So, uh, you know, I, I, I get up in the morning and what motivates me is that I can make a difference in this profession of pharmacy. And that in itself is, is just energy, you know. I get called the Energizer Bunny all the time. Just, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm always on the go, but I'll tell you what, I, you know, I am a pharmacy geek. I self-proclaimed pharmacy geek. And uh, if, if I can help someone in the world of pharmacy, in whatever way, shape, or form, if we can help to make the profession better, and that's what we do at Pharmacy Times, you know, my days are full and rewarding because I'm able to participate in that. It's just amazing. So this is super fascinating, guys. And it's funny because while this podcast episode, this, this series of Behind the Brand is about brands, we're actually going meta here because that's literally what my purpose is through my journey through the Fit Pharmacist is helping pharmacy students and pharmacists build and script their personal brand to be their competitive edge in such a competitive industry. But I hope you guys caught that little soundbite nugget uh, from our friend here who basically gave an open call, whether you are a pharmacist or a pharmacy student looking to develop your personal brand, they have opportunities to help you do just that. And that's where I started my relationship first as a consumer with Pharmacy Times, but then I became a writer for several articles throughout the years. And then it came to you know doing video content, coming to your studio, um, helping you guys develop your podcast. And, and here we are full circle um, talking about this. But I hope you guys caught that. And, and I, I will have in the show notes contact information uh, for Dr. Cohen here on how to get involved if you're looking to contribute either an article or video content or maybe even an interview on their podcast. So I hope you guys have been listening because there is value all throughout Pharmacy Times, both in the publication and in this podcast about it. So 
thank you for that because that is awesome. Again, you guys are walking the talk by offering these yes, sorts of opportunities. Now I'll tell you along those lines for pharmacists to truly be able to grow and assume additional responsibility in patient care services, something has to give. Yes. So roles and responsibilities have to evolve and change for the pharmacist to be able to move away from fulfillment and take on a new role and responsibility. So we have embraced the role of the technician. We've created a whole new line of business around the pharmacy technician, a new publication, Pharmacy Times for the technician. We have a resource center on our website for the technician, education to support their ongoing training and certification so that they can grow into a true professional, a career path as opposed to just a job. So yes. helping the pharmacist on the one side, really embracing the role and the responsibility of the technician is near and dear to us as well, because we, we need to help move that needle of pharmacy. And to do that, we have to embrace the technician as well. So it's students, it's technicians, it's pharmacists. And I've actually gone so far as to say, we, we address the pharmacy staff, business development people clobber me all the time because they don't like the fact that they, they like to talk about the pharmacist and the role of the pharmacist, but it's it's a whole team effort now. Absolutely. I agree 10,000%. Especially with COVID and the immunizations uh, that we're providing, giving technicians the opportunity to truly have an active role in the immunization process is important. And it's really highlighted, provided really a, a focal lens on the technician and the technician's role. I, I agree with so much with what you said, and I'm, I'm going to steal your soapbox back real quick and jump up on mine because as pharmacists, we have tremendous role and responsibility for our patients for staying up to date with everything. But one of the core things we talked about innovation, we talked about advocacy, but another core value is leadership. And while yeah. you, you absolutely have to do the work behind the scenes on yourself as a leader, both with your skills and how to manage, influence, and interact with other people. I feel that the strongest calling responsibility, but even more so, the fulfillment is to help instill those skills and develop your staff. And a lot of people say like, well, what makes a good leader? How do you become a good leader? And I'm going to tell you all real talk real quick. And this is my belief. It is not about the awards. It's not about getting more degrees than a thermometer. That ain't going to make you no leader. What a leader is is if you're able to equip and train your staff, whether they're pharmacists, interns, students, technicians, whoever, if you're able to equip them to the point where when you're not there, they're able to function efficiently, that's what a leader really is. If your staff is able to function without needing you because you've equipped, trained, and empowered them to a level that they can be self-sufficient, that's what leadership's all about. Now, obviously, need a pharmacist and a pharmacy for legal reasons and so forth. But you guys know what I'm saying. And that requires a lot because leadership, in my opinion, is the hardest thing that you can do. It's something that is never achieved. It's something that's always progressed. And the more we learn, the more we learn, we don't know. So I think it's absolutely essential and a, a, a component of being a pharmacist. And I applaud you guys again. I think I've given you guys like 15 applause on this episode alone. <laughs> <laughs> We're big fans of each other here, I can assure you. If I may piggyback on what you're saying, you take know, it, it's, it, in order to become a leader, uh, you have to be able to take a risk. You've got to put yourself out there 
and you have to, you know, allow yourself to go into the unknown, allow yourself to take that risk, you know, and if you make a mistake, own up to it and learn from it and just keep moving on. I mean, I, I, I assure you that I didn't wake up back in the 70s as a pharmacist. I had a single vision of my career. And halfway through my career, my vision was realized and it was gone. And I had to reinvent my entire self. I went back and got my PharmD, by the way. Yes. 25 years to the day that I got licensed as a pharmacist. Wow. I graduated with my PharmD, walked across the stage and got my diploma. I can't say that... Most people can't say 25 years to the day, but my license hanging on the wall here and my diploma for my PharmD both have the same date, 25 <laughs> years apart. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, I, I, I pride myself, number one, doing exactly what you say. Walk the walk, talk the talk. And, you know, and, and in this role and, and the responsibilities that I have as a leader at Pharmacy Times, I take it personally to make sure that we provide that level of information and education for the practicing pharmacist. Now we are also moving into health systems and we're raising the bar internally first for the type of content that we wanna provide because we know that the world has changed. Many of the practicing health system pharmacists are all board certified, so we need to have content. Our articles need to meet their needs and our education has to meet their needs and it has to meet their certification to help them support that board certification. So again, as the world continues to grow, evolve, and change, here we are. We have to have a, a finger on the pulse and grow, evolve, and change right with the world of pharmacy. I love that so, so much. And first off, congratulations for being committed lifelong as a pharmacist for the profession and innovating. And again, guys, so many people like, oh, I went to school already. Like that's done. I don't want to go back. It, it's one thing to say it'd be nice, but it's a whole other thing to change someday into today and really act on that passion. And that really is the test is, are you actually doing what you say you want to do? So congratulations on doing that 25 years later and still looking at how can I get better? How can I improve? And honestly, your journey and, and your commitment to pharmacy, this isn't related to pharmacy, but the concept is, it reminds me of Michael Jordan, literally, arguably the, the best basketball player of all time. And people ask him all the time, you know, Michael, what is it? Is it, is it God-given talent? What, what makes you so much more exceptional than everybody else? And he says, it's not talent. It's not grit. It's holding myself to a standard that is so high, no one else could possibly comprehend it. And that's exactly what you're doing for not only your career, but for the profession and innovating that. You hold yourself to a standard that no one else would even consider or try to put on anybody else because you just know that there is so much more to learn, to grow from, and give in that process. Because uh, as a Fidel Takai brother, shout out, shout out to my brethren, um, <laughs> each needs the help of the other. And we all rise yeah. together. A rising tide lifts all ships. So having yes. a commitment to that is, again, a core element that I have seen in the 10 plus years that I've been following Pharmacy Times, both as a consumer and now as a content creator. Uh, so just absolutely phenomenal. And, and you're reeking integrity. Like it's just, I love it. It's really refreshing. That's what brought me to Pharmacy Times because they mirror how I would see the world and what they, their end product, their end products represent to that level of integrity as well. So, uh, and then, you know, we're willing, we, we're, we're not selfish. We're willing to share the spotlight. We're willing to bring folks in 
and you know create um, voices in pharmacy as yourself. I mean, I, I have to hand it to you. Uh, I sit every day and wonder just how much work it takes to be the influencer that you are. So I watch you and others in, in, that are pharmacy influencers and the, the fresh content that you put out every single day. And you had to, you started with nothing. You got a degree in pharmacy and a, you had a little dream and you went off and created this magic. It's amazing. Absolutely wow. amazing. So I, uh, I, I, I take my hand off to you. I, I sit there and I say, well, maybe I'll be, someday I'll be the bucket list pharmacist, the bucket list <laughs> pharmacist and uh, put together, you know, what it, what is it that we have to do in the little bit of time that we have left, you know? So uh, it's kind of funny, but. Thank you very much. That's uh, an extremely kind compliment. And uh, yeah, I'm at a loss of words. I didn't expect that, but I, I appreciate the, the kind words. Um, but it's not just me. It's a, a lot of other people. And that's the other thing is nobody gets far by themselves. And I've done several pieces on this concept that self-made is made up. It's always a team of people yeah. because it's not about you. And you are not the person, you might be the face, you might be the voice, but there are a lot of people behind the scenes that help make this happen. Uh, mentors, employment opportunities, all of those sort of things, preceptors, uh, students, colleagues, you name it, the list goes on. And if I can give back and help just, just one person, it, it, it truly makes it worth it. I know that sounds cliche, but it, it, it means the world. And uh, I, I travel the world as a professional speaker to pharmacy schools, organizations. And when I give you know, the talk, there could be five, 6,000 people in the room. Um, but if I have just one person come up and tell me a story of you know, one piece of content, or they sent me a DM three years ago, and I took the time to talk to them, it really made a difference. That made all that travel, all those hours of you know writing and rewriting my speech and practicing all that, that yes. made it worth it. So yeah, That's I right. agree 100%. You know, we have such capabilities at Pharmacy Times for our print and our digital, our, uh, our editorial teams. Um, I get to be this face of pharmacy only because I have this monster machine behind me that supports me in every which way. I mean, everything you could possibly think of from print, video, digital, they're all back there. And in, in my career, my independent community days, my grocery days, and my Walgreens days, teamwork is all, you're, you're again correct. It's not about the one, it's about the team. And you're only as good as, as your team is, and you got to build those teams and put the team together. At Pharmacy Times, we promote that. We live that internally. I mean, the company internally supports us to uh, strive to be better and be at our best all the time. And then externally from the company, we support programs to recognize pharmacists that do exceptional things out in the community. We have our Next Generation Pharmacist Award Program, where we recognize people uh, throughout all aspects of pharmacy from lifelong leadership to health systems, technicians, community practice, rising stars. We address everyone. We have 11 different categories. And it's kind of a fun thing. I've been a judge for years. And uh, reading those stories that are submitted for that award program, it really just brings you back to your roots, to what people are really doing in practice, to how innovative and, and how much we as pharmacists truly care about our patients and the practice that we're in. We as pharmacists um, have a lot of opportunities, um, payer issues and um, managed care issues and other things. Uh, 
staffing issues. I mean, there's a whole array of, of issues in the profession that we could talk about at nauseum. But at the end of the day, I, I've never met a pharmacist that doesn't rise up to the challenge and overcome the barriers, looks at the barriers as opportunities to grow and evolve. And, it, and when you do something like that, that's the kind of person we want to come to Pharmacy Times and tell their story. We want to be able to share that with our broader audience in your community. I absolutely love what you said, especially because we're talking about pharmacy and being in social media. And I mean, you guys know, like there's pharmacy pages that are super, you know, quote, successful, you know, 100,000 fan follows on Facebook, but it's all like a complain fest. And yes, I'm not going to be a blind optimist. We definitely face adversity, no yeah. question in every area. But I love what you said, is you called them opportunities instead of problems. And that yes, might sir. seem like just a word change, but it really is an attitude. And having leadership that has that focus, again, not being blind optimists, there are things that need addressed. But looking that, at that as opportunities, because that is a space that needs improved upon, that is the attitude that is going to drive innovation in pharmacy. That's the attitude that's going to drive advocacy to get pharmacists at it, that provider status that we rightfully deserve and are working for. That is the attitude that makes the change we wish to see in pharmacy. And to have a such a huge publication that is just making so much headway, to have that attitude, that, that really, that was the gem for me. That was the gem of this entire interview, that that was there. Because you probably didn't even do it consciously because it's so ingrained and that's how you work. So yeah. uh, that makes me excited. Well, you know what? Let me, let me uh, finalize with a couple of quick thoughts. Uh, first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I didn't expect to talk so much about myself. I expected to talk more about Pharmacy Times and the brand. But uh, thinking about our, our time together, I, I can attest that um, I think we were talking about Pharmacy Times yes. and the brand and what we represent to the practicing pharmacist, be it my story or the articles and the content that's in the publication itself, it's the same story because yes. we're telling the story of everyday pharmacy practice and we're working diligently to advance practice, giving all of us the chance to realize our dream, take care of our patients, have some fun doing it, make a difference. And I really thank you today um, for all that you do for pharmacy and the, and the message that you carry and the platform that you offer for pharmacy and uh, for having me here today and letting me represent Pharmacy Times. This was honestly just such an incredible honor. And uh, yeah, th this, was, this was outstanding. I'm going to personally listen to this again. And uh, this is part of why I did this is to get the message of the brand out to people who feel like, you know, can I do this? Will I make a difference? Yes, you just have to keep going. And I think that that's exactly the message that you shared. So thank you for your time, for all that you do for pharmacy and pharmacy times, because it really does all start with you. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, signing off with the Ed Cohen of Pharmacy Times. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear.